Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Our last talk of the night. You're live from Birdfest, uh, Rotterdam, listening to Operator Radio. Uh, I have a very special guest in front of me, uh, who's also performing tonight. I didn't know that. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, yeah, please int introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Oscar Jerome. Thank you for having me. It's good to be back. Back? Yeah, I played here earlier in the year. Where was yeah. that? Uh, Motel Mosaic. Yeah, yeah, Motel Mosaic. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And how was that? It was great. Yeah, that was a really fun gig, actually. Yeah. 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 So, um, it's so it's not your first time in Rotterdam? Have you I've been to Rotterdam uh, quite a few times, actually, yeah. And also just for music? or? Um, it's always been for music. The first time I came here, I came with a uh, an event called Steez, which was like a night that went on in South London, and we played at this festival, put on like lots of different events. And I was here for a week, and mm. yeah, that was cool. I had a great time, and I've uh, been back lots of times. I've always enjoyed being here. Yeah, any time to see parts of Rotterdam, uh, nightlife? Yeah, food, yeah, yeah. Anything? I've been out here quite a few times, yeah. Been to Worm a few times. Anything that stood out? Yeah, I, I went to... Um, uh, was it? I think it was. Was it Iration Steppers or something? It was a sound system at that. Is it Vorm? Vorm. Vorm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There was like a. It was like a dub night there. Sick. Nice. That was one of the best nights I've ever been to. It was <laughs> sick. It was so good. Yeah. Oh, nice. Comparison. Um, did you uh, did you have anything um, that stood out uh, in, compar in comparison comparing to London? Sorry. Um, that night. That's well, that night, yeah. I mean, well, partly the fact people were smoking weed inside. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, uh, things rules seem slightly less strict here. Really? Yeah. yeah, compared to a lot of places in London. Feels like there's people watching you a lot more in London. How yeah. can, you describe, can you describe that for, for the audience? Um, you know, like, like kind of... Uh, George or George Orwell kind of vibes, you know, like people people always Big kind product. of watching you on cameras and stuff mm. and controlling you. It yeah. feels like that happens a bit, but I don't know, maybe maybe not, but it feels like more so in London, I'd yeah, say. Yeah. So, uh, where did you grow up in? Do you like did you grow up? In I London? was I was born in a place called Norwich, which is a yeah. smaller city, which is near London. But I've lived in London for like 10 years now. Mm. And how's it? How's it in London right now? Great. I mean, I love it. Like it's it's. Like in terms of music and culture, it's an incredible place to be. Like it's it's a hard place to live in terms of like it's very expensive and it's a very polluted place and yeah it's 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 a, it's it's a grind but also the rewards are amazing and it's like being here with lots of people that I know different like Steam Down, Alpha Mist and. All of that, some incredible musicians. So it's a it's a great community to be involved with as well. Nice. nice. Um, how like you you say you um, you came to like you're living in London for 10 years now, mm -hmm. um, and you grew up in Norwich. Yeah. How yeah, was that? Yeah. Uh, it was cool. I mean, I like it was it was a good place to grow up. It was, but it's definitely a place for me. I needed to leave to be able to explore what. I wanted to explore musically and to meet more people that I could collaborate with and stuff. But it's a nice, it's a nice place, and like the nice place about it, the nice thing about it is it's quite a small city, but there's quite a lot of artistic things going on. Lots of lots of people often 
like a big artist come through and play there and stuff and Norwich yeah yeah and there's a lot of good jazz musicians that come from there but they always end up moving to London and also that is quite it's easy to get out to like beautiful countryside and like coastline and stuff like that um, but yeah it definitely I, I couldn't live there anymore no way <laughs> so uh, how did Norwich musically um, in, uh, inspired you um, I just had some good teachers like there's this guy Josh Daniels who's like a a piano player who taught me uh, when I was uh, when I was about 15 and he kind of really got me got started with playing jazz and stuff and there's also quite it's weird because there's not it's not like there's like a really big Caribbean community there or anything um, but there is a people there's a lot of like kind of sound system culture there and also uh, also like rave culture as well so like like people listening to like jungle and mm. you know, like yeah. stuff like that and going to like illegal raves and stuff like that was quite a big part of my upbringing as well so that's that stuck with me as can well can you describe that <laughs> so just like you know like big parties out in the yeah. country yeah. with massive sound systems and it's all illegal but like because you can get kind of quite far away from anyone there you generally don't get caught and yeah just kind of dancing till is, the, is the that is that also not like the a, a strong part of the london jazz scene that they all grew up with raves and jazz together uh, and, and that you see that back in the music uh, i mean i would say like for me it's a bit because most lots of those people that are involved well people are all from different places but most people are probably grew up in london and i'd say yeah. in a way it was kind of harder to That I mean, back in the 90s, there was much more of that rave culture yeah. happening like nearer London and people. But I would say that's something that seemed to carry on in Norwich for some reason, um, and a few other other smaller cities. So I would say that that's something that I probably experienced more than a lot of my peers, maybe. Yeah. But definitely, I mean, people like like obviously like jungle and and like you know drum and bass and I don't know like broken beats or yeah. whatever lots of this kind of dance music has definitely influenced what a lot of people are doing yeah. now as well especially like people like goldie uh, yeah yeah he's been like digo goldie, yeah 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 those, those been been huge huge influences on people especially in like like drum production and stuff yeah, yeah. yeah. and when you started going to london do you uh what was the first thing that uh stood out compared uh compared to norwich um well just how good all the musicians were i thought i was like a big fish in a small pond i was like yeah yeah i'm i'm good i can i can play and then i got there and i was like wow i'm terrible <laughs> i got a lot of work to do so it was a real it was it was a it was a wake-up call which i was very glad for because it meant i put in a lot of work it was stressful at times because i was like wow how am i ever gonna kind of make myself heard in this massive ocean of amazing amazing musicians mm. and yeah yeah but then the plus side also is that you then have you meet lots of people to do, to inspire you there's amazing teachers there and also a lot of great people to collaborate with and i would mm. say that's the best thing that i've got from being in london is just all the amazing people that i've met that i've been able to make music with and just uh learn from and yeah just collaborate with yeah so yeah. And around, uh, around what age did you start getting into music? Oh, from, I mean, all my life I've been obsessed with music. Ever since I was 
I don't know, two or three or something. I was always singing, but I, I started playing guitar when I was eight. And I like classical guitar. And I was doing a lot of, um, like I, was, I had like kind of kind of funky, like kind of rock bands and stuff when I was, when I was like, like 13, 12, 13 or whatever. And then I started getting more into like jazz and stuff when I was about in my, yeah, about 15, 16. And then, yeah, from there, everything else. Followed. Uh, what kind of artist, like which which artist did you get influenced by? Um, I mean, early on it was people like Rage Against the Machine, <laughs> yes. Jimi Hendrix. Um, I loved a lot of like a lot of hip hop stuff as well, like KRS One, Public Enemy, Tupac, stuff like that. Um, But it's not even from your 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 era. I know. I feel like a lot of that maybe even came from playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That definitely informed my music taste a lot as a kid. And my sister was into a lot of hip hop as well. My, I've got my older sister, so she showed me a lot of stuff. What did she show you? Um, yeah, kind of like stuff like Public Enemy, Tupac, Biggie, stuff like that. Um, I guess you have a pretty tough sister though. <laughs> <laughs> she just started like DJing and stuff when she oh, was really? that, then yeah. and it was just yeah um, but then like yeah a lot of blues artists as well people like John Lee Hooker Muddy Waters because playing guitar like I was really drawn to that as it's very guitar based music and then from that I probably I, I think I got into more I kind of wanted to learn about more where the blues came from and then got into art like Somalian artists like like Ali Fakatori and then um, yeah and then on the jazz side people like yeah George Benson's been a massive influence Wes Montgomery obviously like all the greats Miles Davis John Coltrane Cannibal Adley Bill Evans you know uh, Kenny Burrell I mean I could, I could go on forever yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um Did it run to your family, like uh, the music, or? Um, my my dad plays the guitar, but he's not like it's more like he just plays for fun, really. But he's very passionate about music, and all my family are really they're quite creative. Um, it's also quite quite a few very science sciencey people in my family as well, so it's a bit of both. But yeah, I've, I'm the first person that's ever like been a professional musician. My younger brother is an artist. He he does a lot of like drag performance stuff, and uh, he studied like computer game art. And he's he's an amazing illustrator and like just very creative person in, in general. Um, and so is my sister actually. Well, yeah, all of my family are creative. Yeah. Nice, nice. Um, how did the, how did you start using the guitar? Like, when did it start the love for the guitar? Because um, you mentioned your father having a guitar as well. Yeah, so he kind of showed me a few little things on the guitar when I was very young, when I could barely like hold the thing, hold the strings down, and then yeah, and then from there just was, I was just playing like yeah, I was I I never really like had an issue with like practicing the guitar or anything with it. Like I used to play the saxophone and I didn't really practice it, and I was not really that passionate. But the guitar was just always like. It was never really a chore or anything. It was just like, just I just really enjoyed it. But yeah, from from really early, from like, I probably first picked it up when I was like five or six. But I didn't properly do lessons till like about eight, because I think yeah, you you kind of your brain capacity is not really enough to take in information. I've, I've tried. Te I used to teach this kid when he, from the age of six, and he did improve. And like, he's uh, 
yeah he's a cl- very clever kid but you so he teaches guitar i used to yeah 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 i used to teach quite a lot i also used to teach songwriting classes as well to kids um but yeah everything's quite busy now so i, I don't do that so much but i do really enjoy it and it's something i would like to do more again like when i've once I've got to a certain point with this, I'll try and make a bit more time for that again because it is really nice. And I'm very lucky that I had some great teachers in my life and I, I, I want to be able to, you know, give that give that same that same thing that I was lucky enough to have to some other people as well. So. And is that, do you want to do that in Norwich or in, in London? Uh, I'll probably do it in, in London, okay. yeah. Or, I mean, maybe even go to some different countries and do it as well. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, probably, but most likely in London, yeah. I think it's important. Uh, yeah, I think it's very important. I, I think it's it's important to, if you've been you know lucky enough to get into a situation where you're able to play music to make money and you're you're living comfortably off it and stuff like, that's a real privilege. And I think is you should really, you know, should it like give something give something back to you know. Say thanks for that. Who, who did uh, gave you your break? How did you you play in Kokoroko also? How did, uh, yeah. who, who, how did how did that come together? All those. Um, I mean, I would say the the two things have kind of developed separately in a way. Mm. Like I've always been doing my own project. Yeah. Um, I then I became very involved with Kokoroko, and that was like taking up, uh, like, quite. I was I was focusing on that quite a lot. Like just playing playing with them, doing a lot of touring because they get a, a lot a lot of gigs. Yeah. Um, uh, But I would say my break, I don't know really. I feel like it's just, I don't know if it ever really happened like that for me in a way. I That's feel like funny. it's just been very kind of like a gradual yeah. kind of moving up, like the next thing. I say like, like Charles Peterson's been quite helpful to me. Yeah, He helped to show me to some different people and stuff. Um, and and yeah, like with the Kokoroko thing, like that, there was that tune of Bossy Junction, which blew up as well. So that, mm. that really kind of helped. Uh, but there was, there was all sorts though, like with that with that band. Like that's another thing. It's, it was it was developing over a long period of time, and there was a, a lot of different factors which really helped to kind of bring that to the point that it's at now. Is it easy uh, to uh, separate them to have your own career and your and the Kokoroka career? Um, I mean, it's. I wouldn't say. It's, I mean, it's a lot of. It's it, it's a very. It's time consuming. But yeah. um, like at the moment, I'm I'm mainly just focusing on doing this touring with my band and stuff. Yeah. Um, but every everyone in that band is the great thing about that is everyone in that band is is really is involved in different stuff, has their mm-hmm. own projects going on, and and it's a it's a yeah, so everyone's kind of very understanding of that because they have their own things. So yeah, so yeah. it's still and and. Everyone want is a multifaceted instrument, like musician in that band. So, yeah, yeah. it's, it's kind of how how it works with them. Nice, nice. Mm. So, um, you mentioned Charles Peterson. Mm-hmm. Um, how did he How did he help you being Oscar Jerome? Um, I mean, I don't think he helped me be okay. Oscar Jerome. <laughs> I would say that was all down to me. Okay, but. <laughs> But I, I mean, he just you know he's got a big platform and he's people respect his uh, his taste on stuff and you know he's been he's been involved with a lot of uh, yeah a lot of a lot of good musical movements throughout the years so he just helped to kind of yeah put me onto a few people and yeah but I'm, I mean I'm I'm worried that I, I also I, although I, I like that world's great and there's a lot of music lovers and stuff and 
that follow what he does, which is great. But I also want to be able to um, promote, like push my music to lots of different audiences mm. that may be outside of that realm, which I feel like, especially because I write songs and with lyrics and stuff, like in a way it's kind of, it, there are more different lanes that it can go down, if you mm. know what I mean? Um, so, and there's been other people that have really helped, helped me, like, uh, uh, Jam Supernova on One Extra. I don't know if you know her. She um, she's been she supported me from from very early on. She's been really helpful, um, and yeah, lots of other people like Balami. There's a there's a radio station that I, I have a show on, and James who runs that. He's he supported my music a lot and given mm. me platforms and stuff. So yeah. So you have a radio show on Bellamy? Yeah, yeah, I have a monthly. Well, I, it's supposed to be monthly, but at the moment I'm touring so much, just can't really, can't really make it happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have a radio show. You can check it out on Mixcloud and stuff. But yeah, I just kind of play lots of tunes that I like, chat a bit about stuff. Sometimes get someone on to come join me and talk and stuff. Who's been on the show? Who's been on it? Yeah. Um, I've had a singer called George Riley, who's like just starting to blow up now. Um, I've had uh, a good artist friend of mine, uh, Gorab Takali, who's done a lot of, he's done a lot of my own artwork. Um, who else have I had on there? Uh, oh, my brain's not working right now, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I see you like, uh, I think uh, what, I, what I get from you is that you think it's pretty important to give back like with the kids and also having a radio show where you, where you put on uh, different people. Uh, yeah, I like to sort of just where play, does, where play does, yeah. new music that I, of people that I like and stuff, and yeah. But I'm trying. Uh, but I mean the, the the part of like giving back, so uh, teaching kids and also being the platform. Uh, mm. Where does that energy come from? I mean, I would say with the like the teaching and stuff. Like originally, that was. It was kind of a necessity for me. I know I needed a job when I finished uni. I was doing, yeah. I was doing, I was doing gigs and stuff. But you know, the music wasn't paying the bills, so I got into teaching. But then, since then, like, I mean, right now I'm in a position where I don't, I'm not doing as as much of that as I as I would like. To be honest with you, I can't say that I am mm. doing. I can't, yeah. But I I I, I plan to do to do more of that. Um, But I don't know. I think it's just you know. I just I just appreciate that I've been I've been quite lucky. So yeah, I just mm. want to. I just want to want other people to have that. I don't really uh, I don't really know. I don't want to like try and like make out that I'm some sort of like you know amazing like charitable charitable <laughs> yeah, yeah. whatever. Like until I do it, I'd rather I'd rather you know show show things with my actions rather than words. If you know what I mean. Yeah, And yeah. where did you study? Um, I studied at Trinity College of Music, which is in in Greenwich in South East London, um, which is like a conservatoire of music, and quite a lot of people that you see kind of coming up now were were there. Um, I don't know why that lots of people from. I think it's partly because of the location. There was lots of other cool musical things mm. going on in that area. Um, yeah, so I studied I studied jazz guitar there for four years, and had some great teachers. Um, it was a complicated one because I think why I think the ja the whole thing of like jazz education is quite odd because it's not really like a I mean it's it is academic like it's complex a very complex art form mm. but I feel like it's something that you 
in some ways you learn it from immersing yourself in the culture of it and going out and playing and just being just playing all the time and listening all the time mm. and you, to be a great jazz musician you don't need to go to a university to study it like no. if you think of all the greats like they didn't necessarily some of them like Miles Davis he, he studied classical music but lots of them you know they didn't like Wes Montgomery he didn't he didn't read music like mm. he but he was a genius he understood harmony like to a very high level um so I, but but for me it was great because obviously I didn't live in London and stuff and like it helped me to meet a lot of people and yeah, just having the time and the, the 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 pressure to just practice a lot, mm. like just practicing four or five hours a day, and having the space to do that and not having to like, like you know having a loan so that I could like mm. didn't have to work to to feed myself and all of that, like that that was really really good for me. Were things like jam sessions important for you to go there mm. to meet people yeah. and to play? Definitely, there was this night. Uh, run by a guy called Tom Sankey. It's called uh, Good Evening Arts. They, st they still run. Uh, there was these jams that were going on in um, this place called the, Ro the Royal Albert, which is in uh, in, in Deptford, South London. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of Kansas Smitties. I don't know yeah, if you've heard yeah. of them, but they like that's like it's a band now. And they, there's also a bar that they have now. Um, they used to play kind of more like old school kind of jazz, like swing stuff and bebop and stuff and they uh, there's a guy Jacko, Giacomo Smith who was a saxophone player an incredible guy uh, and I would go down there a lot and play and I learned a lot from doing that mm. and like going to Ronnie Scott's as well mm. like it's a I mean classic club. yeah yeah and also uh, then there was also a lot of jams with this night called Steez that I was mentioning yeah. um, which was a more that was more mixed styles of music and like a lot of hip hop and stuff like that and yeah but yeah, yeah it's, it's been I think just just playing just 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 playing and meeting up with people and playing and like we used to do that so much like yeah i see all these people people now they're touring and like we don't get to see each other so much but your family back in the day like we were just like at our friend's house just we were like playing all night yeah and stuff so yeah i think it's very it's very important for a lot of us like. seen, yeah. is that the same thing with steam down because you mentioned you knew, you knew them uh yeah well yeah. We, that, the great thing with them they've kind of they've now yeah there's another another thing going on which is very much based around uh, community and um, and improvising yeah. as well, and yeah, like that's that's something that's happened in more recent years. Mm. Um, but but yeah, it's, it's it's a that's a great community, and I, I know a lot. There's a lot of people that are kind of like coming up through that community as well, and meeting musicians and kind of doing, and it's helping to kind of yeah for them to start up their own things and stuff. So yeah, that's that's it's a really good thing if you're if you're ever in London on a Wednesday. Mm. Check it out. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's great. So tell us something about the the jazz scene in uh, in London. Um, well, yeah, I've, I, I think it's a very it's a very um, mixed in turn in terms of like styles and stuff and like in a, to be honest, for me, I don't really like. I don't. I know it is kind of a jazz scene, but in a way, I don't really call it that because I'll just mm. say like it's just. It's just people making music, really. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. people, it's so varied. Like people are influenced by so many different styles of music, and equally, you know, like West African music or garage yeah. or grime or uh, you know funk or rock music or hip or hip hop or whatever. But people want to put you in a box. That's yeah, <laughs> and I think it's that thing of improvisation yeah. and and instrumental music, 
and and I completely understand that because because the thing about jazz is that it is it isn't really a genre in a way mm. I would say it's because it, it's so varied and it's something that has evolved with time yeah. and in that sense I think it's something that will never kind of go out of date or something because it is uh, it's a constant this constantly evolving thing and that goes with the musicianship that comes mm. with it you're always trying to like mix what you're doing with other styles and stuff um, but yeah it's a great it's a very I, I think the great thing about that this the community the community of musicians in London is that it's quite supportive and friendly open uh, atmosphere which is something that I've maybe I've maybe experienced less in other places I found like maybe some places a bit more cliquey and I'm sure some people can find it cliquey mm. uh, but yeah and I, I I just but just just that thing of like not being like you know this is the way that it has to be this is the tradition it's like more like let's just make music that we like and enjoy ourselves and collaborate with producers rappers singers like all types of musicians so yeah any spots they should check out definitely like clubs or uh, music clubs. wise um, where do you go to where do i go to uh obviously there's steam down at um at, at uh, matchstick pie house which is in deptford um there's also they have some really good DJ nights on at, at Tola at the moment, which is in Peckham. Um, I don't know. To be honest, like people are just playing all over the place these days. I don't really mm. go to like these specific spots anymore. Like a lot of so this. Because yeah. I heard that uh, a lot of parties or even uh, yeah parties are not uh, specifically located at a one. A specific club, but they mm. jump around. From club yeah, to club. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's another great thing called Touching Bass, which is yeah. like a yeah, kind yeah. of um, yeah music night yeah. with Errol, yeah, Errol and Alex, and yeah. that's yeah, that's a real good another kind of like thing that's involved in the same community, and they start doing live events as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's, they do it at very different, different, different spots. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, cool. I think um, I think we're cool now. You have anything to say to the, audience, to the audience? <laughs> I mean, just keep supporting good music, and yeah. What time are you playing? Uh, I'm playing at 9:15. Okay, so people uh, who are here at Birdfest 9:15, mm-hmm. Oscar Jerome. Cool. Thank you for uh, being here. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yes. Awesome. Thanks.